Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you on what it promises to be a marvelously wonderful warm spring day. And boy, is it about time. I hope you get out and enjoy it some this afternoon. Make sure you're listening to this radio station on your uh, your app on your phone if you can or if you're out working and you got the old-fashioned radio maybe you're out doing some yard work you definitely want to listen because there's incredibly important things happening today and there are things happening right here in oregon and boy we better be paying attention to there's also things happening in other places in the country uh including What's happening in Washington, D.C. And we'll see how emerging news that just kind of breaks forth out of all the machinations of the swamp, the place that needs to be drained. And Donald Trump is so, so in tune with what's going on. Now, why do I say that? By the way, Trump is going to be speaking today at his New Hampshire rally. Now, what's it? I was watching, because um, I'm not watching Fox News anymore, folks. I mean, you should you should listen to Hannity. Uh, Hannity will, uh, I think, will always be a cheerleader for Donald Trump. I think it's always hard for Hannity to criticize Trump because he has a personal friendship with him, and, and I get that. But Trump is going to be speaking today. This is the first speech, really, since two monumental things that affect Trump's candidacy. Number one is the Bragg indictment, uh, the Manhattan DA, which is, you know, ridiculous on its face, and may torpedo other indictments that are expected against Trump that are all politically motivated. And the second thing is Tucker Carlson's firing. Now, Tucker friends addressed really kind of all of us last night put it out on Twitter he says there's hope do you agree with him 503-589-1220 that's the power of Buick GMC talk line 503-589-1220 emails you can always send me to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm Dot news. Now, by the way, speaking of Tucker, I, I was listening and to Dick Morris, a former consultant for both Clinton and a lot of Republicans and, and a Trump supporter, interesting political consultant and pollster, was watching him with Eric Metaxas. And Metaxas used to have a show on this station. I, I think he may still. I, I'm not sure about that. Maybe, Amanda, you can enlighten me. He's an extremely bright, great conservative thinker and a writer. 
And he was talking about Tucker last night, and we're talking about Trump last night. And Dick Morris made this interesting observation, and I think this is true. And, and I'm bringing this up to you for a reason, so just stick with me for a little momento. Dick Morris said that Trump, in his last couple of speeches, has focused on all the right themes and is not going down rabbit trails. He's being disciplined. Now, for those of you who think Trump is undisciplined, you're wrong. You see, Trump is very disciplined. I want you to think about something. This man doesn't drink, never has. Doesn't do drugs, never has. Now, the reason he doesn't drink and the reason he doesn't use mind-altering drugs is very simple. His brother was an alcoholic, and that's why Donald Trump's father installed him ultimately as the head of the family company, rather than his older brother, Fred, who died of alcoholism basically. Trump is very disciplined, folks, as a businessman. Now, you may not agree with Trump's mean tweets and his ideas sometimes, but I'm going to tell you something. You take what he, the $2 million he borrowed from his father's estate, from his father, rather. His father was alive at the time. You take that and you build it into the company that he has. Not everything that Donald Trump has touched has turned to gold. There's no question about it. But I'm telling you, you have to be disciplined. He is. And this is the point that Dick Morris made last night. My prediction to you is that if you listen to Trump's speech at one o'clock our time today, and you can watch it on Real America's Voice if you have your phone out, I'm going to try to do that. You can watch it on Newsmax. They, they're going to be running it. I'm telling you, folks, you can expect he's going to have a very disciplined speech that focuses on and hits all the right themes. Now, he has a new ad out. Now, I I have not played this yet. Maybe we'll play it tomorrow on Freedom Friday. But, you know, today we have a busy day. Do you think there's hope for America? That's what Tucker Carlson put out there in his first comments about him since he was fired. Do you think, do you think there's hope for America? He says there is, and I agree, I think there is too. And one of the people, <coughs> Art, you can call back in. One of the people we're going to introduce, introduce to you at the bottom of this hour, and that's Cassidy Trout. She is part of the three people endorsed by Marion and Polk first this group, political group, to run for the Salem-Kaiser School District Board. We're going to talk to Cassidy here at the bottom of the hour. She ought to give you hope because there is hope. Trump fits into that narrative. Why? Because he is saying the right things. And you're going to see that. I think you're going to hear it today as he comments from his New Hampshire rally at 1 o'clock. Here's what his new ad basically says. Quote, the global elitist who sends your kids to war, who tell you a woman is a man and a man is a woman. 
who teach your children that their country, their faith, their beliefs are a lie. They have corrupted every facet of American government. Now the ad goes on, but I'm, those are the themes, folks, that intuitively Donald Trump knows matter to people. This is borne out in the fight that we're seeing here over yesterday's hearing in the Senate about Senate Joint Resolution 33. This is going to be, and it takes just a simple majority, the only way Republicans could stop it is to walk out. (laughs) What are the likelihood that they do that? This is the one that changes Oregon's constitution and ensconces in Oregon's constitution things that are already in law and things that will be in law with the passage of House Bill 2002. They had a very emotional hearing. And what's interesting is that, you know, I am not happy with Tim Canope, Senate Republican leader. He calls it the most extreme bill on this subject in the country. Been labeled that by Mary by numerous news outlets, even more extreme than the bill passed by Washington State. And he asked legislative counsel, this is the lawyer that wrote the thing for the Democrats, can you point to me any thing that this does, this constitutional change does that isn't already in law. Lawyer couldn't do it. Why? Because it already exists. And how would the Oregon Supreme Court interpret the new language? That's what this is all about, folks. This fight right now for the soul of the nation is in the school boards, but it's gonna come out of a presidential election, folks. And it's everything to what's happening in America today. For the preservation of our liberty, it's everything. And Trump gets it. The question is, do other Republicans get it? And what are they going to do about it? If Tim Canope really believes this is the most extreme legislation in the country, is he willing to walk out and shut the place down for a few days to make that point? Because it's the only way he's going to make the point that has any lasting impact. What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Is there hope for America? Jeff, there's hope in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You got it. Always will be. Nobody can take that away from us. No Democrat. No global elitist. And so, Jeff, hope springs eternal, my friend. You and I both know it. There is no other way than through Jesus Christ and God, our Lord and Savior. But, so, that doesn't mean we sit on our rear ends and we don't do his work and try to stop all the garbage that's going on. This transgender BS, 
the things going on in our schools, okay, because we're in the fight for our very souls, there is no doubt. We must, must, and you're doing it, Jeff, every dang day, exposing the garbage going on. Uh, Knope, he's a miserable leader. There is no doubt about it. He is, he is he's self-centered. Money and power is what rules Mr. Knope. Uh, and, and that's why uh, he fails to do the things positively for our, stat, our state, Jeff. You and I both know that. Now, Tucker Carlson, okay, He's a Christian, he's a great man, and they can't kill him. They can't kill Trump, which is what they want to do, and they can't stop us Christians ever. So my friend, we will win. There is no doubt about that in the end. And there's one more thing I want to say, Jeff, because I gotta know. Gotta do it fast. Okay. Fast. Hey, are things going okay with you and your farm? Are you getting the stuff you need, or are yeah, you having a hard I, time? Yeah. Thank you for asking. I had a great day yesterday because it was warm. I could go outside and work, and I'm doing the same today. Even though the war room's on, I won't be there today. No, that's not gotta work. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. So, do you have some optimistic hope for America? Like Tucker Carlson talked about last night. We're gonna. Just dive into that here in, in a moment because he said something pretty profound that I think you should be aware of. There's also another profound thing happening in the latest Oregon Firearms Federation newsletter. And by the way, thanks, Timothy, for sending that to me. About the Oregon Department of Justice's unethical trick to make them spend even more money fighting the Measure 114. Among other games, they write, they are demanding the plaintiffs provide information on virtually every firearm they own. They write, it's a harassment technique that has actually nothing to do, exactly nothing to do with whether Measure 114 is constitutional and everything to do with creating security nightmares for the plaintiffs which includes several sheriffs who regularly face threats against their lives. It's the Oregon Department of Justice under Ellen Rosenblum. 
who, by the way, is not constitutionally limited. She can stay there forever. Speaking of Tucker Carlson, he is being sued by an ex-producer from his show. An ex-producer who her lawyer admits she never even met Tucker Carlson, but that he directed a sexist environment from afar. By the way, the Wall Street Journal, which owns Fox News, News Corp owns the Wall Street Journal, owns the New York Post. They're all going hard after Tucker Carlson. And I'll tell you why in a momento. First, of course, today, folks, we may hit 80 degrees. If your air conditioning system's not working, why don't you just seriously bite the bullet and call Freedom Eating and Air? They'll come out and they'll make it work right for you. Today's just the beginning of warm weather for the summer. Thankfully, it's here. Thank you, Lord. But it also means that if you're... Um, system is not working right, you had better get it fixed. Otherwise, you're just going to be miserable all summer. This is your opportunity. Give them a call. Freedomheatingandair.net. That's their website. Freedom Heating and Air, all one word. Freedomheatingandair.net. Call them at 503-580-1456. 580-1456. is the power of Buick GMC talking by the way at the bottom of the hour Cassidy Trout joins us she's one of the three board members we featured this week well board candidates for the Salem Kaiser School District we'll have a conversation with her at the bottom of this hour emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news regarding I got an email from Linda about the Albany Greater Albany Public School Board here says she says, I'm not voting for either one. One is a retired educator from the University of Oregon in special education and psychology, no experience in government, and employed by Greater Albany Public Schools. The second one is Sean Taylor. Please tell me what a degree from the University of California, Berkeley, with a bachelor's degree in integrated biology brings to Albany. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you answered your own question. You asked me, here's what Tucker said, folks. He said in his speech, our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's lives is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge notice that's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force, but it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly, and while then without embarrassment, they become powerful. How true. That's why they're trying to kill Tucker Carlson, kill Donald Trump, politically speaking, and why they're trying then to come after each one of us, one at a time. It is how Saul Alinsky said it should do in two of his rules for radicals. Read them. I think it's number eight and 14. Charlie Kirk talked about this on his show a couple days ago. I'm telling you folks, you isolate, 
and go after them one by one. That's exactly what they do. But Tucker concluded his message saying this, quote, at the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink. They become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Now, it's obvious by his very careful comments that he was sort of hitting at Fox News, but also very strongly hinting that he is going to be somewhere telling the truth. That Donald Trump spoke in his words. I say them again in his newest ad. Maybe we'll play it for you tomorrow. Quote, he said, the global elitists who send your kids to war, who tell you a woman is a man and a man is a woman, who teach your children that their country, their faith, their beliefs are a lie. They have corrupted every facet of American government. That's right. We need people who will stand up and fight in every facet of the run for office. Jeff now at 503-589. Are you suffering with chronic sinusitis, snoring, or migraine headaches? Hi, I'm Dr. Siegfried. And if you answered yes to any of these questions and you're desperate, I might be able to help you too. I'm a chiropractic physician in McMinnville, Oregon, a leading expert in the natural, non-surgical, bilateral nasal-specific treatment, and I've performed the procedure thousands of times, helping patients for over 39 years. Let's listen to just one of many happy patients. After the sixth or seventh treatment, I was sleeping for the first time in eight years. I was sleeping solidly for eight straight hours. I would wake up feeling like a million dollars. To schedule a consultation, call my office at 503-472-6550. That's 503-472-6550. Or go to nasalspecific.com. Again, that's 503-472-6550. The Cherish the Children Mega Raffle is back again this April for Child Abuse Prevention Month. One ticket could win a trip to Mexico, coffee for a year, a Lamborghini drive, or any of our 100 great prizes. Every ticket purchased supports Liberty House's critical work serving children and families. Visit libertyhousecenter.org to reserve your tickets before they're sold out. You can help bring healing and hope to over a thousand children in our community. Let's make every child a winner. Get your ticket today at libertyhousecenter.org. There's an old saying, do good work and your clients will sing your praises. And so it is with Marianne McNally of Next Home Realty Connection. 
take a look at our website. You'll see comments like Mary Ann is a great person to work with. And we got two offers day of listing. Along with Mary Ann made the process of selling our house of 45 years smooth and successful. And there are many more. Next time you need to buy or sell real estate, do yourself a favor and look to Mary Ann McNally at MaryAnnMcNally.NextHomePDX.com. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. There would help if I push the microphone button again. Ha! Ah, you gotta love it. After all these years in radio, I still forget to do that sometimes. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Political Coffee, and joining us right now is Cassidy Trout. She's one of the three patriots who are willing to step up to fight the battle that I articulated before the bottom of the hour break that Trump is talking about, that Tucker Carlson talked about. It's the battle for the soul of our nation, folks. And it is big time front and center in our schools. And joining us is Cassidy Trout. Cassidy, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Wonderful to have you. So that's the question I always ask every candidate for any office that comes on this show. Why are you running for Salem-Kaiser School District Board? You know, it's for the kids and for the community. I really started noticing what was happening in our community and in our schools. I've got two kids that are in the public school system, so I see every day what is happening. And I just couldn't sit by anymore and let parents get pushed out of their children's lives. That really seems to be what's happening, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, I actually had an assistant principal tell me last year whenever I was asking questions about an article that I had concerns with that we just needed to leave the education to those who are educated. No kidding. Wow. Yes. And my first thought was, well, you know, I'm pretty sure doctors are parents and teachers are parents and lawyers are parents. I'm pretty sure parents are pretty educated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and really who has their best interests at heart? The school teacher who gets to leave the classroom at the end of the day and go home or the parent who has the legal and moral, not only obligation, but authority, at least currently well, under not, Oregon law. Absolutely, not just that, but the person who knows that child, that the person who's That's been right. that child's birth. You know, these teachers, and while I love teachers, my kids have some amazing teachers, and they do great work. They're still, they're teachers. They spend a few hours a day with them, and then the kids come home. We've been there from day one. We know their emotional issues. We know their ups and downs. That's we right. as parents know what is best for our children. All right, so that's why you've decided to run. So let me ask you this. Now, again, you're running Salem-Kaiser School District Board, folks, and if you want to learn more about Cassidy, uh, simply go to her website, which is CassityForSchools.com. Now, let me spell her name. It's C-A-S-I-T-Y. C-A-S-I-T-Y, CassityForSchools.com. So, all right, you throw your hat in the ring and you get out there talking to people. What kind of a response are you getting? What are you hearing from people? What do they care about? Oh, man, they care about 
safety. They care about academics. They see student behavior. They see everything going on. And people are just so confused as to how we got to where we are. Our safety on campus is, I mean, it's non-existent. We've got a lawsuit against our district right now being carried out by teachers for assault. Um, my son on his campus, half the bathrooms are closed all of the time due to drug wow. use and fire. Is that and right? Extracurricular. Yes. Um, he sent wow. me a picture one day of blood all over the bathroom and said, Mom, I'm going to be late for my next class. I know you're going to get the text message that says I'm late, but I have to go all the way across campus to use the bathroom. I can't use this one. No kidding. Wow. And have, have, I mean, has the Statesman Journal or any other local media reported on this? You know, I'm, I don't think so. You know, they, they do their stories here and there on, on, you know, pinpointed issues, but I don't think that they've actually got out and asked the community, the students, anybody what's actually going on. It's amazing. So, all right, putting the cops back in schools, the, the school resource officers, huge issue. How, if you and your other two, uh, both Dr. Sacha and Chrissy, if the three of you are elected, does that give you the ability to make that happen then? It you have the votes. The ability to push for it. We do have to, um, we have to have three like-minded members on the board in order to even get things on the agenda. And so we have got to be able to even be able to talk about it in the board meetings. Um, I know that removing the SRO contract was the sole decision of the superintendent, and she did it against the advisement of pretty much everybody except for a very small activist group. Um, so that's definitely one thing that we need to fight for. We need to fight to get SROs back on campus for the more serious problems, you know, the sexual assaults, the drug abuse, the physical altercations. We need SROs. Now, that doesn't mean that that's the only way that we're going to fix our safety. We do need different, different things at different levels. You know, the elementary school levels, they may need more behavior specialists. The middle school, they may need, you know, SROs and behavior specialists. And high school may need a lot of, you know, counselors, therapists, SROs. There are so many different issues that our children are going with, going through every day. It's not a one-size-fits-all solution. You know, we have to look at all of our kids as individuals because that's what they are. And each child needs to, you know, work through their issues in a different way. And we as a district need to stop creating these blanket policies that just go over all of our kids and act like it's going to fix everything. Because it isn't. That's for sure. Restoring open uh, school board meetings is another really important thing also. How are you going to deal then with the disruption of, of the leftist groups like Lus and others? You know, I think we just need to hold them accountable, just like we need to do across our community is start holding people accountable for their actions. You know, instead of closing the meeting down for all because of one or two very disruptive individuals, they need to be escorted out. So the majority of sane and calm and respectful parents and community members can continue to participate. Yeah, that is uh, that is so true. We're talking with Cassidy Trout. She's a, one of 
the three candidates running for the Salem-Kaiser School District Board that are endorsed by Marion Polk First. And you can go to their website, uh, marionpolkfirst.com, but you can also go to Cassidy's specific website, which is cassidyforschools.com. You can donate. So so what what are you, by the way, doing over, you know, because the, the ballots are on their way out now. Um, what are you doing over the next few days that, that our audience could help you with, like going door to door? or what, what do you still need to win? You know, we need people to vote. We need people's ballots to actually make it to the clerk's office. This is one of those elections that people might look through it, but then it sits on their kitchen counter until the 17th. But, you know, they just don't, they don't put as much effort into getting their their voices heard during this election and people need to realize that this is the most important election these are our children these are their minds that are being shaped and if we don't do it in a correct way then in 10 years from now we are doomed yeah i'm afraid you're right i mean it it is we don't have a lot of time left. I think those of us who believe in the principles of liberty and individual responsibility, parental responsibility, I I just don't think we have a lot of time left to win these battles at the local level. Because if we lose them, then we lose this, this generation of kids that are in public school right now. Absolutely. You know, and our district has already lost 3,000 children. Parents are pulling their kids out left and right. My youngest does not go to public school. She's at a private school because her mind is just too malleable. I'm not, I can't take any chances. My older boys, they're set in their values. They're, you know, firm in their beliefs. I, I can trust that they can take it with a grain of salt. But my little one, I can't take a chance. And a lot of parents are realizing the same thing. Yeah, well, it is what it is. I mean, it's, <laughs> these are, trying and difficult times. So you're going to be pounding on doors over the next few days and asking people to get, you know, send in their votes and vote for your slate of candidates? Absolutely. Knocking on doors, going to various community meetings, um, chambers meetings. We have a few events going on until the election is over. And yeah, the biggest thing is really knocking on doors. And we kind of got to enact the old 80s phone tree. You know, each of us need to call 10 of our family members and friends and remind them to vote and remind them how important it is and even offer to take their ballots in for them. If they do not trust the system one way or another, then you need to be, you know, that help for them to, to make it go through. Absolutely. All right, folks, there's your opportunity. Um, Cassidy, we wish you the very best in your entire group that's running here. We think that you are, um, we're just proud of you for being willing to stand up, be counted in a difficult time and not shrink back from the battle. And it's an important battle. Cassidy, we wish you the best. Thank you so much for having me. Cassidy Trout, go to her website, CassidyForSchools.com. Cassidy for schools.com. Back in a moment, folks. Your phone calls 503 589 1220. Don't go away. 
Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes before the top of the hour, 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. Is there hope for America? Tucker Carlson's first message since he was fired from Fox, uh, he says there is, and I agree. And if you just listen to Cassidy Trout, I agree there's hope for our schools at the local level. But only if people like you, if only if you help her get elected, only if you get engaged. So go to CassityForSchools.com. Cassidy, C-A-S-I-T-Y, fourschools.com. Uh, emails, by the way, to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. So John writes an email about change in the war room meeting and time. Um... I think we do have a little bit later of a start time today. I think it is uh, 10.30 today. I believe that's correct. So the war room is going to start a little bit later, although uh, Tracy uh, Hensley will be there today. I'm not going to be there today because I need to work around the farm with the nice weather. I'm way behind, friends. So. Um, just throwing that out there. I think we're starting at 1030 today, but Tracy will be there earlier. Who knows? Maybe they've had another cancellation cancellation and we can get in there early. So if you get in there early, you can still grab a cup of coffee and you and Tracy and whoever can sit out, sit down in the outer part of the Ike box. Normally we meet in the Bay room and i believe we're either meeting in there or one of the upstairs rooms today it's just a little anomaly that happened in the scheduling so anyway war room today it's important you show up you see this bill that we talked about about this constitutional change that the democrats want to put forward in oregon that constitutional change has to be voted on by the people they held a hearing yesterday. You, and this is what the war room should do today and what each of you can do actually from your home computer if you don't go to the war room. You can still make comment on this proposed constitutional change. So I urge you to read the article, read some of the testimony. You can do this all if you uh, go to the state's website, Oregon Legislature. Org, and you search for the bill, it is SJR33, Senate Joint Resolution 3-3. And you can click on testimony at the top, and read through some of the testimony. But even more importantly, you can submit testimony. It's really easy. It's right there on the page. Write from your heart, write with passion. Don't be afraid to say truly how you feel. Now, be careful what you're saying in your words. You don't need to be outrageous or crazy. Not that any of you would be. Keep your emotions in a check here because this is a deeply emotional thing. You can make comment today, still. The hearing was held yesterday. And you should. 
David writes, evil. As Art stated, our hope for America is in Jesus Christ. The BS that is in all levels of our government is way more than BS. It is evil, pure evil. Satan is using our leaders to destroy America. The church and Christians must start standing against evil as we are called to by our Lord and Savior. We must also share the gospel of Jesus Christ with those who do not know him, our only hope. And then um, Nancy wrote a great email <coughs> with a picture. She says, Jeff, I took a picture of this sheet when I went to class. Every time a country let their guns be confiscated, they lost their God-given rights as free people, as a nation. Our kids don't seem to know their history, to know how important keeping our arms is. How can we get this out there so everyone can see this. Feel like making copies and going around town and stapling them to everything. Bring it to the honky-tonk? Yes. Yeah, and that's a great idea. We're going to be meeting Political Coffee Clatch at the Honky-Tonk Bar and Grill this coming Monday. So there's your opportunity, folks. There's your opportunity. To come and, and pick up these things. And what she said, it's it's a, a great picture about what happens when countries no longer allow their citizens to have guns to protect themselves. <clears throat> Doug writes, school board elections, too little, too late. So, Jeff, we need rebels. Encouraging the prolees to vote makes you sound like a limp-wristed shill for the totalitarians. I do question your authenticity as a mouthpiece for liberty in America's foundational ideals, like personal sovereignty and individualism. We all know the elections are rigged, so you can go about encouraging the modern slaves to go to the polls and choose the next master you obey. Come on, buddy, I'm throwing you in the towel for your dripping wet blanket. Constructive united rebellion against these evil oppressors will be the only way out of here. Okay, so... Doug, since you agree that elections no longer work, since that's your opinion, and you're wrong, but they do, look at some of the great wins we had and continue to have. School boards all across the state, but also city councils, county commissions. So if voting doesn't work, what are you advocating for, Doug? Pick up the gun and start shooting people? Is that what you're advocating for? I hope not. I hope you get on your knees and start praying about this. Because that's the only way to really make a difference, first and foremost. And then you stand up for your rights. And voting is still a right that we have. And it still works, even though you don't think it does. You're missing it, Doug. And you're wrong. Prove me wrong. And tell me what you're going to, if we're not voting doesn't work, what are you advocating for? Hmm? Rebellion? Like how? How would you rebel, Doug? Tell me, not pay your taxes? See how well that works. They'll throw you in jail. They'll take everything you own. And the only way we fix that is with elections. Now, you can pull out your gun and start shooting people, but how well is that going to end up either? Not very good for you. Somebody's going to punch your ticket, buddy. So you tell me. If school board elections are too little, too late, 
and elections are wrong and we can't win anymore, what's your solution? You say rebellion? Tell me what your rebellion looks like, Doug. I want to hear it. You better back it up because you're wrong. Now, one of the things that folks, all of you can do, including you, Doug, you show up at the Capitol a week from today because it's the National Day of Prayer. And I'm going to be in the war room in the morning, and then I'm going over to the National Day of Prayer where I'm praying over government. Yeah, we need a lot of divine intervention so it doesn't come to a shooting war, another civil war in this country. I hope Doug's really wrong. You can join us. Tomorrow, by the way, you can join us tomorrow and talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's called Freedom Friday. Keep praying for this state, this nation, this county, this school board, and these elections. 